0: maybe I'll take, uh, say a few more words about that, uh, that particular space uh, of uh, the way it appears to me is um, this sp- the, sp- the space as I described it you know that we're we're not c- crowding or being occupied with we create a space of listening of uh, maybe friendliness of uh, certainly curiosity I see it as a a lot as a, a research. To me, that's when I sit to practice, that's, that's I feel like I'm doing research. So it was a particular kind of research, but uh, so there are questions. I was asking some of them, you know, what is it like to be a human being right now? So a question is asked, so I need to pay pay attention to actually find the answer. And the answer is not with words. What is it like to be a human being? Well, being a human being is... So that's not the level of the inquiry. So what we call inquiry or investigation is the actual word in Buddhist psychology. The investigation is not conceptual. It's not (laughs) subject-verb-complement type of... uh, investigation It's a silent investigation. It's a felt uh, exploration. It's a lived exploration. It's experiential. It's uh, empirical. And so we're invited to enter the space and to actually feel it. And usually we put words into it. You know, storytelling. A lot of storytelling. Later, when I get home, I'm going to go in the freezer and take this one out <laughs> or that one out you know, and so that story, or or a a more dramatic one, you know, moi, (laughs) in the rest of my life, you know. And so we abandon that, we abandon that, so that's a particular space, a particular laboratory place of research, I don't know, (laughs) that we're entering. We're entering something where it's a little bit more naked, I would say, you know, like, and uh, we pay attention And yeah, and these questions. And uh, this week I've been uh, thinking about a few years back, and a few times I've talked about this here, but a few years back, and maybe some of you were there, but uh, I had the chance to teach a retreat in Sutton with uh, Martin Batchelor. And Martin has been practicing for 40 maybe Mm -hmm. plus years, really depth of knowledge about this uh, practice. Ten years of these uh, decades of practice were uh, as a a nun in the Korean tradition. And while we were sitting and walking uh, with her and she was sharing uh, the instructions, she kept coming back to that, what she called, I think, the great question in in, uh, Korean Zen. And I thought it was so... um, I love the simplicity of it. In the Theravada, or insight tradition here, or Vipassana, there's many <laughs> w- words we use, there's a lot of instructions. And maybe when you go towards the Zen, and some of you have practiced it, I haven't, but you know, I've been in the f- a neighbor to it for a while, <laughs> so. Uh, there's a lot less instructions. Actually, one friend from New York, who's a Zen priest, said he invited somebody from uh, this tradition, from my 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 tradition, I would say it like this, to a retreat. They said, "Oh, we invited somebody from your tradition to hold a retreat." And they were talking and talking and talking, and all the Zen students were looking at me like this person is crazy. <laughs> and he was saying, "If you can make your point in uh, just a few minutes, like you, there's something wrong." And I was like, oh, no, for us usually a talk is between thirty and a minute and an hour." And he was like, "Are you serious? I thought this person was sick." I was like, "No, we're all sick in <laughs> tradition." And so that's uh, that's uh, that conversation. And uh, back to uh, my Martin Batchelor, Martin would say, the great question in uh, uh, Korean Zen is, uh, what is this? What is this? And so she said, if I recall well, that when she went to live there and met her teacher, that was the that was the instruction. What is this? And though she was a young nun, she wanted to do things well and understand the depth of things. I'm putting words onto it. And she probably gave a lot less <laughs> in her own words. for sure. It's our experience. But I'm relaying this because I was impressed by the, the, the beauty, the, the depth, and the simplicity of the question, what is this? And she said she's starting to, to live with that question always there. What is this? What is this? And to me, that's kind of a very strong infusion of curiosity. In the field of what's happening, when sometimes what we're infusing is uh, reactivity, expectations, uh, disappointment. That's not how I think it would be. I'm going to be there, but you're going to know that I'm disappointed about <laughs> the situation. You know. So we're, inf- and she would infuse and learn to embody, to infuse every aspect of her life with the question: What is this? What is this to be sitting? What is this to be sitting after a fall? What is this to be sitting after somebody fell? Suddenly there's... What is this to be... I don't know. What is this to be hearing? What is... What is it to... To, I don't know, be in a conflict? What is it to not understand somebody else? What is it to not... What is it like... She was asking the question in French, qu'est-ce que c'est? What is, what is it? Yeah, que c'est? What is it to uh, not get what I wanted? What is it when I'm off? What is it when I'm on or when it's flowing? And so what I like is it removes the kind of veil of preferences we live through a lot of the time. I would prefer that, you know. Or... When it when I get there, you know the impression that it's over there if i if I can get there when it's done, whatever the dinner or the week or whatever you know and it's bringing it right back to here what is this here to be this being so it applies it to any situation and I think she was describing this like learning to live with that question what is it to take care of an elderly parent what is it to you know, and she was describing many different facets of her life and which sorry? You just wrecked my day with that question. I wrecked it or I made it. <laughs> 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 oh, I would have preferred to make <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, maybe next week's gonna be better. <laughs> what is it to have a wrecked day? <laughs> yeah. huh? And so it's, I think that's kind of, I see it as a portal to joy. You know, that's, there's something ludic, playful about it that could be actually like what, to, to me, how it resonates, how it touches me. Suddenly there's like, oh, I don't like this. It's not going out. How is it when it's not going how I want? There might be something like, oh, energy is invited in. yeah. Or maybe it's the doorway to compassion, to care. What is it? What is it like to? And so the way I hold the question becomes many questions. As I was saying, maybe you've heard me uh, during the sitting. What is it like to hear? What is it like to feel, I don't know, crooked? I remember, maybe it's last year, at some point, I was teaching to a, a large group of people that I didn't know. And uh in the morning I wake up and I'm waking up just like breakfast, get in the ride and teach to a big crowd. And I woke up and I was off. I felt like you know, like you wake up and your is either behind or in front or and I was like this and I did the first moves move around the room, you know, and like, ah and then I went, oh my God, I'm off, I can't be off, I'm on today, I'm really on today, like I can't be off. And, and suddenly, what was I infusing in the situation that was not there for a few seconds, it was just off. Then it was off, times, not plus, times, <laughs> panic, or wanting something else, you know. And so, and then, thank to all this, these few years of practice, suddenly I remembered And that was the question, what is this? What is it like to be off? Suddenly my mind became really curious. Hold on, I'm not always off. You know, I'm particularly off. This is an amazing opportunity. It doesn't happen every day that I'm that off, you know? (laughs) And so, suddenly I stopped there, and I was like, wow, what is it that I call off? What is, this is such an interesting phenomena. And then I felt it, I was like, yeah, like, I'm either here or like there's something like I don't can I can't see aura but I can certainly feel it right now <laughs> it's in front you know or behind I can't remember but there was this suddenly there was like energy curious c- what is the word the translation in English joyful curiosity I'm, t- so I'm I'm talking to you about like very specific uh, Aspects of like Buddhist psychology, but I make it like... <laughs> but there were all there were, oh, the qualities. they were all, oh, at that moment of mindfulness, of be- becoming curious, a lot of qualities were aligning that are really, really powerful qualities in order to free the mind from its tangles or shackles or all these expressions. Yeah? And so there was curiosity, there was even kind of joy... And the more I was off and interested in being off, the less I was actually off, <laughs> the more I was actually on. And there was also compassion, like, wow, sometimes we actually are not... That's a human experience. Sometimes we're not like we want to be. How amazing is that? Suddenly I, don't, I didn't need something else. Just a few seconds before I was under the impression, in the illusion, in the delusion... That I needed something else in my life. I needed my life to be other. So I was experiencing lack, frustration. I'm off and I need to be on. And by bringing this... What is it like to be off? Suddenly, the lack was gone. There was no need to be something else. There was just that experience. It was rich. It was full. Plus, all these qualities of mine were altering. They were... Changing the circumstances, there were new conditions mm-hmm. coming in in really healthy, wholesome uh, qualities of mind and then there was this, and also some kind of compassion and I remember showing up to teach people, and there was a tenderness that would not have been there if I had been in Pascal in control <laughs> i'm going to tell you all all life <laughs> works, and it's all going to be fine, you know, <laughs> and people would like it would not resonate as much, but there was a tenderness like, wow, we have that uncontrollability in common, you know, that we don't know on what feet we're gonna wake up. I'm not, I don't know if I'm translating from a French expression here. <laughs> so, quel pied je vais me lever, you know? If you're
1: gonna wake <laughs> up on the right foot.
0: Yeah, if I'm gonna ri- wake up on the right foot or, and so and so, this is that space of curiosity. What is this? What is this? So this is the question that we're invited to bring and to which we don't answer with words. It becomes some kind of a koan, maybe. So a question to be answered in living rather than in thinking about. And so that's the, the whole practice. And then we come here in this particular laboratory, this little space we created or that was offered to us, you know, for research, you know, we come here to do, to try to, know wh- try to f- what is that kind of way of living, that attitude, and then the idea will be to actually bring it uh, forward in whatever we're going to be doing next. So what is it like to wait for the bus? Or to come out when it starts to get dark way too early? You know What's that experience? So instead of having an opinion, we become sensitive to the environment, inner environment, outer environment. And so we can also respond. That's where creativity can come in. The mind is not rigid. It's not what I want. You know, so how do we respond to this? To this, whatever this is, you know ourselves falling, somebody else falling, somebody rising, whatever it is. And so I I I like that. I feel very very lucky. Like even uh, today, maybe off would be a good word. It didn't come to me like this, but I had a a night of not much sleep, which was actually a beautiful night during the <laughs> night. But <laughs> the more that you know, around nine o'clock it started to <laughs> to feel heavy. at the, And so I came here, and I was thinking, you know, like I could have done without this class, you know, like I could have finished my day a a little earlier. But then I sat here, and then I was like, wow, so lucky, so lucky to have that particular space that I forget about often, you know. I mean, now there's a physical space, we come here for that, but the the, uh, intention is to integrate it in our life, you know. And, and I was here, and suddenly I was energized. It's like, Wow, that space of just, what is it like to be tired? What is it like to? And then the idea that I didn't want to be here was gone. It was, it was a belief, uh, an ephemeral a view. You know? It was not a reality, it was a, an angle on reality, a perception, a mirage, the Buddha maybe would say, how things were appearing. Yeah. And so we have the capacity maybe to bring this back at any moment. Any moment, any moment we remember. That's why we come to these uh, classes, maybe weekly classes or daily practice. To me the practicing at home is a, it's changing, it's changed over the years, but for a long while it was really just uh, a remembering just a sitting to remember. There's another way, Pascal, to go about things. You can actually be interested in things rather than wanting them to be done or putting value on something else that could come, maybe. And so it was just a sitting. I didn't think I had to even sit very long. It seemed like the most important thing was to remember. And to me, the sitting was actually to to um, it was a kind of a uh, to say that a statement or uh, une prise de position in francais. it worked well in French. I don't know how we, we would translate this, but I would, I would, I would uh, p- position myself
1: Thinking, physically, taking
0: a, stance. taking a stance. Okay, so I would actually put myself, in this was the posture to remember a value, to remember an attitude, to remember a way of being. I needed to just remember this, and physicality can do that. You know, put myself in that posture to remember. Oh yeah, yeah. I have the echoes of when I sat before. The echo. Oh yeah. When we sit like this, is to actually become curious, pay attention, be touched by the world instead of telling the word, world what it should be. You know? To actually let it touch us and so these days what happened for me a lot these days maybe in I don't know how long maybe a couple of years I'm not sure but when I sit it doesn't take very long that I I uh, what arises in the mind is a kind of a surprise or oh like, and it's about I'm surprised I'm I'm surprised about... Yeah, it's so strange to hear, to be a hearing being. Like before, I couldn't... I was just hearing. So what am I hearing? I want the information, you know? I want to hear so I can figure out what to do, you know? And now it's the sense itself. It's not what's in the hearing, but it's the hearing itself. It seems somewhat magical unexplainable and i science can probably explain it in some way but the fact that like in the lived experience it's so strange and i i'm more and more aware that it's ephemeral that hearing is it's happening now but it's it's clearly that it's not going to happen all the time it's become really really clear it's so particular hearing same thing with seeing or breathing or being conscious Before, I dismissed that completely, being conscious. Like, I had things to do with that consciousness. That was a tool to know things and get things done. And now I'm sitting there, wow. I'm amazed. I'm trying to put this in words. I'm amazed at existence. Existence. Things existing. Like sound, hearing, existing. It exists, hearing, right now. It's in existence. And one day, it won't be. Like, I'm I'm amazed that, like, right now, for example, this is existing. This meeting is existing. When things exist, they so exist, don't they? I'm amazed at that. Like, this meeting is really happening, no? Am I crazy? (laughs) Or there's really us here meeting? This is so existing. Later, give it just an hour. That existence, the way the the form it took, is going to be completely gone. I'm amazed at that, that something could be so existing and so not existing anymore. I'm amazed at that. Like you hear a truck pass by, it's so existing. And then a few seconds after, where is that experience? Similarly, when you were a kid, it was so existing. Whatever it was, the coccinelle or the ants or the, you know, the fear or the whatever you felt, the... It, like, the, maybe we can't remember, but there was certainly at some point some kind of, like, going on the fours, you know. Like, this was probably so existing, the experience of the knees and the hands. And where is that? Where is actually all our life gone? Every, of, every one of these moments, while they were there, were so existing. Like, I'm so not surprised we die. Like, I'm, I'm expecting to actually disappear right now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I don't see how you could not, it, like, everything having been in existence having disappeared, like, it doesn't make sense to me that, it makes only sense to me that things would disappear. They all, I've not known a thing that hasn't disappeared. Even if you take, like, you're at home and there's a fridge that is humming, and you say that is permanent, <laughs> <laughs> and it keeps going. You know, if I pay attention, the humming has similarity, but it keeps going. The moment of humming is gone, and then there's a new one. It's very similar, but it's not the same one mm. because I know the other one is gone.
1: <laughs>
0: and so, by paying attention like this, we we actually uh, reveal the ephemeral, impermanent existing, non-existing nature of reality and we can actually be in awe, wow, look at that that's so amazing and maybe come to terms with it that's, to me that's very intimate and it's true Like um, for emotions too Like I, let's say s- somebody says something and you think they're after you, they have an intention to hurt and I don't know if it ever happened to you but you get really like, I can't believe they said that. And it's so in existence. Like they, they're so mean and this and that. And then you either confront the person or talk to them or talk to somebody else who was there or something. And then you find out actually that it was, you, you wrongly understood something. I love these moments because suddenly, suddenly the existence of totally flips, flips from one side to the other. It's just we didn't understand that this was that corner. You understood that corner. Of course you understood that corner. I said that. And suddenly, you didn't abandon me. We're just waiting (laughs) at the wrong corner. (laughs) And even so, the existence of the view flips completely, you know? A few years back, I was talking to a young man who was uh, describing... uh, Young man from New York uh, was describing, saying, "I was in a relationship with somebody, and I, I valued other things more. Let's say, put it like this: like I was really after something else, maybe success in career or something like this. And so that person, at some some point, not being noticed so much, they just took off. You know, they went. They said am 'I'm, I'm, li- you know, I'm leaving. I'm, I am leaving i do not It doesn't feel like I'm valued here. So I'm going to go somewhere else.'" I'm putting this story in my words, you know. But suddenly this being, like they, suddenly they gave value to what was lost, you know. Suddenly they saw there was value. And I'm so touched by this, like, so while the other thing had value, it had so much value, it was so in existence, and suddenly, and now they're like, where is this person that had the most value and was there, you know. I couldn't see it. To me, it's very touching that in existence and like what was existing was career, let's say, and suddenly career was not suddenly the first value, like that vision that disappeared and another one was, uh, it was replaced by another one. I don't know if you can relate to this in some areas of your life. So for me, the coming here and asking this question, what is it, what is it to be, a human being, what is it to be conscious, opens the door to this, so I I get out of the trance of, I am this person, I have that to do, and I have to be seen in this way, or the, whatever it is that occupies my mind, which I think is the whole of reality, you know, by paying attention in this research lab of sitting like this, suddenly I discovered that that's not the only life there is, you know? that... Actually, it might actually totally disappear, that way of existing. And another way of existing might appear. And the Buddhists seem to have said that. Everything is so flickering, flickering, like our life, the last, I don't know, decades that we've been there, where are they? Even like the the difference between the moment where we were born and um, earlier this day, it seems like, in a way, they're equivalent in their non existence. Both are absolutely gone. The moment where you st- came out of bed, the moment where you stood up for the first time, they're both equally non existent. So strange, human life. Nothing you can accumulate, it seems. And we all have this in common. That helps to, uh, for all the biases we have about the value of human beings. You know? Suddenly we're, we're all in that together. That's really universal here. Doesn't matter the color of skin or the gender or the soci- socio-economic status or the letters before or after name, or, we all have in common that when things are in existence, they really are, and when they're gone, they're non-existent. Can that be okay? Is that of interest to you? Is there something? The idea with all this is that it's, uh, it's heart opening. It's not just like a trip, an intellectual trip. It has no meaning if it is, you know. What The meaning of it is that it opens the heart. It brings in tenderness. It would be the portal to tenderness, to, to appreciation, to care, to equilibrium. You know? Instead of falling into despair that this is an existence, of course this is, it, and at some point it won't be. And when something's gone, of course it's gone. Wow. Incredible this person this thing was so in existence how can that be if we paid attention we're going to find this in loads of places we're going to get uh, so familiarized with get um, uh, acquainted maybe with that ephemerality yes um, well i you know like when we were speaking of uh, childhood or
1: whatever happened today it's gone it's definitely gone But uh, the memory lingers on, so like the
0: memory is—it's kind of a form of that it still exists. Yeah,
1: you know. I know the memory will go too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, eventually the memory too.
0: Yeah, so that is a truth, but also like—is it really the thing? You know—is it exactly the thing? Maybe it's close. You know, maybe, but. It's not exactly the thing. It's another thing mm-hmm. that is very similar. Maybe that has some similarity. But it's not... Yeah. So that's a good... Uh, well, invest-
1: the memory itself is a thing that
0: the Yeah, that we'll exact. <laughs> yeah. So all these are uh, interesting things to uh, explore, you know. The memory of something. Maybe has some... Does it have some of the essence of the thing in it? Maybe... Maybe it elicits some of the, you know, some of the joy we felt at the moment that we felt that we experienced the real thing, or some of the disagreement, or this, uh, you know, the pain we felt. Yeah. Hmm. So the great, the great question: What is this? What is this? And uh, Ajahn Sumedho in this tradition. Uh, very revered Mm -hmm. he doesn't put it as a question he puts it as a as a uh, way of noting reality of uh, so he he puts these few words it's like this so name what is actually felt fear fear how does he say it yeah fear feels like this fear feels like this so it's kind of a little like a frame around the picture inviting us to actually feel so so he's also infusing curiosity. It's like, oh, f- instead of saying, fear, I don't want to fear, I don't want to fear. Fear feels like this. It's an invitation to actually feel. Oh, fear feels like this. Joy feels like this. Being separated from what I want feels like this. So it's a getting closer to the experience. Huh? Like this mindfulness is sometimes presented as water going into a sponge know, like the, the, our attention, our curiosity, our presence infuse the event, the, the phenomena. So we fe- pain in the knee feels like this. I'm invited to go in, if I can, to actually allow this to be known fully. Yeah. Joy, beauty feels like this, when usually we would actually, <gasps> it's so beautiful, I want it, you know. <laughs> Like we actually are inviting a really high-quality relationship with reality, with events, with uh, life. And uh, at the end of the retreat, um, Martine, uh, just before we left, she said, uh, Oh, and there's also in uh, Korean Zen, there is also the great courage, the great courage really had a, had a strong impression on me these teachings that she brought and so this great courage just that actually the teaching could have stopped that I like the idea of great courage and So, great uh, <coughs> question great courage what would be for you great courage great courage And so she uh, she didn't give the I think the the Zen Korean Zen teaching around the great courage. She gave her her understanding after 40 years of practice of what great courage meant. And uh, when she said what it meant, she said, I'm going to tell you what it means when she said it watch what is going to be your reaction. Mine, there was two reactions. The first one was uh, disappointment. <laughs> first I was like, oh, that's a little cheesy.
1: <laughs>
0: and then, because it was Martine and 40 years of practice, and I know better that I should tune in, you know, I thought, let's really consider, th- like, let's let's go beyond the first impression, you know, and after it really synced <laughs> in in a the, in the very... Uh, beautiful and deep way. So she said for her the great courage was to the way I understood it. She said for her the great courage meant to uh love herself now and not postpone it. You know, love herself completely. Do you see by first wave of like too little cheesy? <laughs> Maybe you don't you don't have to. <laughs> Uh, maybe you're more wise than me and you go straight for the heart of it <laughs> and then after there was like wow not postpone like when I'm more like this or when I'm in that situation or when I'm whatever you know like no let's not do this let's have the courage to and the way to uh, transformed in me was because love myself it's I feel it's so flickering it's hard for me to pinpoint Pascal. It's so many different mind states and sensations. and But uh, the idea to actually uh, love or meet, fully meet life, whatever is happening, is seems like it's a beautiful expression of great courage to actually say, okay, this is how it let is. is. Let's, let's get engaged with that rather than stuck on the version of what it could be so at any level society uh, personal family inner life physical uh, aspects let's get engaged with this with this person how they are not not the improved version I have in my mind so questions comments I was trying to define a little bit this um, space of paying attention what is this a way to infused reality any event happening inside outside with high quality presence so that this thing can actually and that's why I meant also I said earlier it seems like it's um, getting attuned with reality like something about uh, how it resonates, like res- re- the being attuned with reality instead of being out of tune, like being, thinking it should be like this, why it's not like this, it should be like this, it should be... No, it's like this, it's like this. Let's meet that. Shall we try it a little bit mm-hmm. again? So if you want, you could lay down, uh, knowing that we're practicing being awake, or sit. (laughs) And you could keep your eyes open or closed, or you could stand up. Standing up is a beautiful way to practice meditation. You could be up for a few minutes, seconds, minutes. So nothing to fix, nothing to acquire or produce. Just playing with uh, that or these questions in your own way. What is this? What is it like to be quiet or sad or dejected or contented, depending on what's arising, what's present. Notice how we can get forgetful or caught. And what will be needed to come back in that space of listening, of discovering? Maybe it'll take courage, or care. curiosity aspect has energy into it it provides brings energy the listening aspect brings the calm to hear well to feel to listen be receptive calm is needed invited in Carefully attending to what's happening, to the tingling in the hands, or to the heart, light or heavy or quiet, however it is, carefully attending, so not scattered but gathered, all attention gathered. Can this be known? Can this be okay? Can this be allowed? Can this be known? Whatever that is, the boredom, the tenderness, the irritation, spaciness, spaciousness, tiredness, ease, dis-ease, whatever is there, we recognize, can that be known? and that be experienced just now, just now. Notice how a breath is in existence only for a moment, an in-breath, really happening, really existing, just for a moment, then gone. Same thing with the thought, really existing as it's passing through, then gone. We'll stay for a couple more minutes. Probably see also the passage of qualities of mind. You're attentive, very attentive. Suddenly, whoops, the mind is gone. The attention has collapsed or it's been swallowed by some reverie. quiet and calm and suddenly there's a wave of impatience. Notice the fluctuation in the mind states. None of these are exactly ours, or us, eh? belong to nature, mind states, arise and pass, thoughts, sensations, all belonging to nature. find great uh, peace and ease in the world of uh, arisings and passings in the world of existence and non-existence Thank you for your uh, practice and uh, consideration today. Thank you for coming. And as you walk out, you'll see there's gonna be uh, two boxes there. One is um, uh, for the center, to support the center that is offering the space this afternoon as many afternoons for us to practice and detoxify our views and hearts. And uh, the second box is for the teacher also who uh, lives on these. And so thank you for providing uh, through this box shelter, medicine, food, and clothing. (laughs) Thank you. It really counts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening.